White Sox, White Sox, go, 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 go. Call your sons, call your daughters. Holy cow. You can't put it on the board. Yes. Yes. It's a perfect game. Red Echo, Grand Slam. A White Sox winner and a world championship. Jimenez, he's your hero tonight. Thanks, Cubs. The dynamic duo of Herb Lawrence and Chris Tannehill. Those two are like a tag team, you know. Come with me to Southside of Chicago. Hi, this is Jim Tomey, and the best White Sox talk is on Locked On Sox Podcast with Tanny and Herb. Hello, and welcome back to Locked On Sox. My name is Herb Lawrence. You can follow me on Twitter. It is at Ecknerwall23. That is Lawrence spelled backwards. Chris Tannehill is at Chris Tannehill, and our show is at Locked On Sox Twitter, Instagram. And go to YouTube and subscribe right now as you can win a Locked on Sox prize pack. I don't have that on right now. Right now I have a, another podcast on Good Guys Talk Back. Good podcast. Go and check them out, too. They talk White Sox. 312-566-8727. 312-566-8727 is the way you can leave a voice message or LockedOnSox at gmail.com for email. Without any further ado, it is Chris Tannehill. This evening is great. Tant- Chris, how are you doing? Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm comfortable with either one. If you call me Tanny or Chris, that's fine. We've known each other long enough. We can skip the formalities. Uh, uh, great evening tonight. I've got Jim Tomey down here, as we know. Thank you, Jim, for bringing us in. And, of course, I've got my buddy Bill Walton here. The White Sox win. Print the banner. Line up the parade. Michigan Avenue on the Studge Turtle Bridge, Division Street. Let's go. And we are brought to you tonight by Locker Room. Download the Locker Room app from the iOS App Store and find one of our Locked On Rooms. Locker Room, changing the way we talk sports. All right, Herb. The White Sox victorious last night, and we talked about their 6-1 to winners over Toronto, and we talked about, man, we hadn't seen the Blue Jays in two years, and they got a bunch of nice young prospects uh, over there, and I, I imagine, I wonder if the Lockdown Blue Jays show is is up tonight, uh, saying how you know uh, I'm looking forward to, to seeing the White Sox, eh? And I've heard a lot of boot of their young players, and you know I wonder <laughs> if that's a bizarre world, but uh, it was the White Sox young players prevailing tonight, mainly Andrew Vaughn, who we'll get to in a second. But we do begin where we always begin. Uh, with uh, the starting pitching, and let's actually break form a little bit here, and. I'm going to go to a voicemail out of the gate here, Herb. Is that okay with you if we kind of just break form and keep things? Let's do it. Yeah. So I got a voicemail here, 312-566-8727. That's 312-66-8727 is how you can get a hold of us on the Locked On White Sox voicemail line. And if you want to hit us up with an email, LockedOnSox at gmail.com. But let's see who's checking in from the 319. What's up, Tanny and Herb? This is Drew from Iowa. Uh, I'm just curious how this fella – in uh, yoga pants is carving up the White Sox lineup all night. <laughs> Later. Thank you, Drew. Yeah, you know what? Let's also – I mean, I got the uh, live postgame feed here. Let's check in on Robbie Ray's postgame audio tonight. Everybody's looking at my tight pants. I got my tight pants. I got my tight pants on. Okay. Interesting, interesting. I'm the only guy in town wearing tight pants. I got my tight pants. I got my tight pants on. I'm the guy, guy wearing tight pants. I got my tight pants. I got my tight pants on. Uh, 
Robbie Ray out there with the tight pants. Herbie, what's he doing? It was really oh. distracting me. His whole vibe uh, last night was really throwing me off with the tight pants, the grunting uh, after all the pitches, uh, you know, the the hairstyle. I don't know if he's going for a mental edge out there, but he would have uh, he would have struck me out if I was up there in the box. That slider was working, and he had that uh, that it factor where you just uh, felt like you, he had a mental edge over you all night long. <laughs> Robbie Ray was pretty damn good early on for the Blue Jays. Yeah, I just like that slider. It was Carlos Rodon s. The guys were flailing at it, making Major League Baseball players look stupid at the box. Thirteen strikeouts today for Robbie Ray, which you know we've known Robbie Ray. He was I think he was in the Arizona uh, system last year, pitching for them uh, for the last couple of years, and then went to the Blue Jays. I think as a free agent, one of the guys that I thought maybe you would take a flyer at is the White Sox, but he signed with the Blue Jays, and he looked awesome today i don't know if he's been this awesome this this whole year his era is in the mid threes right now but that's a quality pickup he made some of our batters look absolutely stupid today and the the approach i didn't love the approach from the Sox hitters like i know when you have a devastating wipeout slider there's not much you can do but he was throwing it pretty much in 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 the dirt in the dirt but also in all counts so like you would you know I don't know if you just spit on them, like you're mean, you know, spat upon uh, one or two good ones late in the game. But just overall, you think the approach would be if you do make contact, let's go the opposite way. But they were up there trying to grip it and rip it against Robbie Ray, which I was not a fan early. Uh, but uh, it was it was good enough, uh, you know, ultimately to prevail uh, once Ray was out of there. But I wasn't a fan of the approach. A lot of bad at bats uh, early on. I mean, if you think about their mentality, seeing all these lefties and having great success great success against lefties <laughs> they probably had the same thing on their mind versus Robbie Ray that's what I had on my in my mind before this game it was like are oh, you throwing a lefty versus White Sox how disrespectful don't you know who we are and yeah. that's kind of how they approached it and they paid dearly for it because Robbie Ray was on his game and we got another lefty oh coming at the yes. Yes, uh, yes it was at Hunter Ryu at the end of the uh, series so yeah it's going to be a series where the White Sox are feeling a little bit better at the plate because they have their their choice of the, the handedness. But, yeah, Robbie Ray, he deserves a tip of the cap. I thought it was going to be a one nothing loss, and I would have been like, hey, that's fine because yeah. sometimes the guy's going to dominate you. Yeah, well, that's uh, a couple in, in in a few games here. After seeing Tariq Skubal do it last weekend, it was almost like a mirror image of the you know left-handed dominance. But fortunately, the Sox have one of their own. Carlos Rodon mm. uh, battled through stuff early and out of some big-time spots there against a pretty potent lineup, and they were able to to hold Vlad Jr. down tonight. And uh, excuse me, last night Rodon goes five innings, gives up six hits that are scattered, one run. It was earned. Two walks, eight punchouts. His season earn run average is at 1.96. He was pretty damn good himself tonight, despite not being able to put guys away and you know leaving uh, some balls up in, in the zone. Uh, but overall, he was pretty damn good, and he gave his team a chance to win and hang around so the offense can come around late. That's all you can ask for when you don't have your great stuff. You battle through. And this lineup, that first five, mercy. That is a tough – even Guriel, who usually is a hitter, this year he's not doing it so well, is a tough out. And Carlos, I think, only had one clean inning where he didn't have guys on the base. So he was battling with his stuff, battling with good hitters, and then prevailing for the most part with leaving guys right there where they start. I think the um, the White Sox held the Blue Jays from 1 to 12, 1 for 12 for runners in scoring position, and most of that was Carlos Rodon, who was doing a great job with 
minor stuff and a lot of troubles going his way. Hard hit balls, too. The first inning, second inning, they were crushing them. They were taking them to the wall. I thought a couple of them could have went out that I think that um, – that bat by that young player, I forgot it, Jonathan Davis, yep. which got the sacrifice fly. I thought that was off the bat a home run. So, yeah, when you don't have that good stuff, it's a part of a champion to just battle through to give your team the best chance to win, especially seeing what Robbie Ray's on doing on the other side. He didn't match him, but he at least kept the Toronto Blue Jays at bay so he knows his office can get to that Robbie Ray or into the bullpen like they eventually did. I think we have our uh, our third player contribution here to the program tonight. Let's check in and see who's on the Locked on Sox voicemail. Hey guys, this is Robbie Ray from Toronto <laughs> and I'm just calling to ask the White Sox offense how these nuts taste? You 13 strikeout having bum. Wow, that's strong stuff, Robbie Ray, with an 847, but saying he's fr- uh, from Toronto, uh, we get it. Um, but yeah, I don't know if that's a, what's going on there, if that's a Twins fan, an Indians fan there, calling a little... nuts taste. Uh, yeah. That Robbie was... Ray, that's just, that just blue. We don't do that here. <laughs> Techno is not for that. Yeah, that was uh, sent at 956. That was before the big rally. So right after he got off the mound, he called in? <laughs> yeah. Jesus. Yeah, I mean, I would have you know maybe wrapped the arm up, maybe sat down with his teammates, but no. Anyway, Robbie Ray, a little selfish individual there, but uh, let's get to this <laughs> offensive performance tonight. Frustrating, no doubt, early, but was there any doubt in your mind, Herb, that the, the Sox would eventually, uh, you, you know, not break it open as they did, but eventually they were going to be able to tie it up or at least put themselves in a position to win this ball game late once Ray was out of the ball game. You know, we know the Blue Jays bullpen, it looks like, you know, we after not seeing a, a ton of them the past couple years, you know, they are not in the class of the Rays, certainly, or even the Yankees or the Red Sox. So oftentimes, when you look at they have competent starting pitching and they've certainly got a good offense, but sometimes where these teams lack and the difference can be made in, the, in this bullpen. And I think once that bullpen came in there, I was pretty confident the White Sox were going to be able to, uh, you know, prevail on this one. But the question is, were you able to hold down that offense long enough uh, last night for the, the the Blue Jays offense until the White Sox offense could come around. Did you have any doubts that the Sox would would ultimately uh, bounce back and especially holding the, the Jays only to one run? No. When After I saw the Andrew Vaughn home run go over the fence, I was like, okay, one-to-one, this is now a game that we can win. Especially I saw the eighth inning lining up to be a Brayu Mercedes Grandal. I was like, there's three guys I wouldn't there's not three guys in the lineup I wouldn't want to have up. Maybe Moncada, how he's doing this year, but Abreu started off the inning. Yermin with a good single there, and then Grandal after that. I was It was an awesome start of the eighth inning, and that's what you need. Get guys on base. Station to station doesn't matter. Get guys on base, and then Andrew Vaughn w- almost took it for a yeah. grand slam right there. Almost a good slam there. The, the offense is just nice, and then you get in contribute from Adam Eaton. And Larry Garcia, that's that tells you it's your night, especially in that inning. I mean, once they got the seal broken, they did not stop. It was great to see that eighth inning to, to break open this game, to be a laugher in the ninth. We'll take a quick timeout, talk about Andrew Vaughn's big night and also the bullpen and what they did to secure this victory next on Locked on White Sox. This episode of Locked on White Sox is brought to you by our friends at Locker Room. Locker Room is the first social audio platform made for sports fans like you. The app is for free to download, and once you're in, you can talk with fans, athletes, and insiders in real time about your favorite team or sport. 
Look, Locker Room is the perfect place to start or join a conversation about any league that you like. You'll find fans just like yourself on Locker Room for watch parties, debates, post-game breakdowns, and of course, reacting to the big news or rumors of the day. You can even find Locked On hosts across the NBA, MLB, and NHL. We here at Locked On White Sox, we're going to join Locker Room very soon, and we can't wait to talk to you guys there after a big game. Go to the iOS App Store and download Locker Room for free. Be sure to create a profile, link your Twitter page, and join the MLB, NFL, NHL group for the latest league updates. I know you'll find a ton of incredible rooms there around your favorite teams and leagues. I can't wait to join you guys on the app. I'll be sure to let you guys know once the Locked On White Sox room is live. So download the Locker Room app today. Locker Room changing the way we talk sports. This episode of Locked on White Sox is brought to you by our new friends at Lucy.co. Lucy is a nicotine company founded by Caltech scientists and former smokers looking for a better and cleaner nicotine alternative. And finally, tobacco alternatives that don't suck. Am I right? Lucy.co has been developed and researched for three years to be made for people, not Patience. Lucy has created a nicotine gum with four milligrams of nicotine that comes in three flavors wintergreen, cinnamon, and even pomegranate. Lucy even has a lozenge with four milligrams of nicotine that comes in three flavors, cherry ice, citrus, and mint. Lucy lozenges and gums are FSA and HSA eligible, so you can use your FSA cards to purchase Lucy now. Plus, it's convenient and discreet. Products can be enjoyed anywhere, on flights, at work, on the go, or even in the gym. Look, everyone has someone in their life who you want to get them away from cigarettes, and Lucy is the perfect introduction to do so. It's 2021. Get rid of cigarettes. Unplug the vape. Throw out your dip and get some Lucy nicotine gum or lozenges. This is the real deal. A subscription to Lucy comes directly to your door each month. It's so simple and you don't have to leave your house because Lucy has delivery down. And now the Lockdown MLB Network listeners have a great opportunity here. Go to lucy.co and use promo code LOCKDOWNMLB to get 20% off all products on your first order, including gum or lozenges. That's lucy.co and use promo code LOCKDOWNMLB at checkout. Also, I have to give this disclaimer. Warning. This product contains nicotine derived from tobacco tobacco nicotine is an addictive chemical lucy.co and be sure to use that promo code locked on mlb let's get back to andrew vaughn here for a second i you know andrew vaughn has had a a a bunch of of minor moments out there this year i think the surprisingly good defense is is the first thing that comes to mind out there the the power is not what you would like it to be so far in the early going here but he's he's really maintained and he's kept his head above water at the major league level as he's trying to get acclimated to major league life with the, despite not playing any real organized baseball in 2020 other than at the alternate site but this this game tonight a uh, very much a defining game for this 2021 White Sox team you heard Benetti and Stone talking about that uh, how this could be a signature win for them when you look back at this team, just everyone contributing at the end of the day. But when this game was still in the balance, you have your number one pick, Andrew Vaughn, a guy who's you know done everything you've asked of him to do this year, who's never really looked overmatched, just goes out there. And Stone must be listening to our show. I don't know if you heard. I think it was in Sunday's broadcast. Stone, he's like, you know what? Andrew Vaughn's just a baseball player. I'm like, yes, I've heard that somewhere before, Steve Stone. <laughs> um, but so he, he's able to get the Sox back in, ties the game in the seventh with a really nice at bat, uh, gets ahead in the count, and then all of a sudden finds himself behind, fouls off uh, a nasty slider, a couple of four-seam fastballs, able to get himself back into a 2-2 count, and he's able to uh, drive the uh, fastball 
to the opposite field. Uh, that that was no slouch, that home run right there. And, of course, in the uh, next inning, he's able to get that sacrifice fly. And, you know, he doesn't seem to go out there and, and do too much. He doesn't, you know, swing from the shoe tops. And he, he's not overmatched out there. This is a professional hitter at a young age. And, yes, the power numbers are not what you want to be just yet. But he's putting together some good at-bats in, in a big spot there, and I think it's going to go a long way for him and his confidence going forward. He's able to uh, get, you know, get ahead in the count and find his pitch earlier on in that at-bat in order to get the White Sox that win. But I'm just I'm so impressed that he's able to have, you know, before the, the, the outburst after that, the Sox are tack on four more runs after that, and you look at the box score at the end of the day and say, oh, a 6-1 to one victory. You know, the Sox are a better team, ho-hum. But, you know, that this game is – a defining game, I think, for for Andrew Vaughn, and I think it'll serve him well uh, as he tries to make his way here uh, throughout the season. Yeah, it's very much a good uh, job by him. To see him go and get another tough lefty from the AL East and just take him right to the right field. Like, just, it's out of the strike zone, the ball he hit, and I think the one he hit off of Roldis Chapman was the same. He's like, all right, you're going to throw me a fastball outside? I'm looking for that. And I'm going to drive it where you throw it. I mean, for a rookie to have the wherewithal, the stuff that they talked about with Andrew Vaughn with the bat, I can see it now. You know, you initially you couldn't see it because of rookie struggles, yep. but I can see the adjustments he makes in game, in at bat, and he's ready for the big moment. I was a little skeptical of the jump from high A to the majors, but no longer. The guy can play. And we've said it time and time again, when Aloy comes back, Andrew Vaughn's a left fielder at minimum, if not switch over to right field if you need to, him to be. And he's going to be playing majority of games in left field. Aloy is going to be playing a designated hitter. And I don't know what you do with your me, but Andrew Vaughn has proven me time and time again, even though the average might not be there and the numbers are not eye popping. He comes through more than often than not when he's up at bat. I feel comfortable that he's going to get the job done, at least give a quality at bat. Two RBI for Vaughn tonight, also two from Leary Garcia as the Sox break the game open late there. Uh, An RBI from Adam Engel, uh, RBI from Tim Anderson late, and, you know, no RBI last night for Yasmani Grandal, but couple you know he's he's seeing the ball really well right now he, he's able to get on base earlier in the ball game with a really solid single into left field but setting up that Vaughn at bat there it just you know getting on base man people will say it doesn't matter and he's not living up to the contract but it's you know you, you look at this thing it's a team game man and even though he's seeing the ball extremely well right now and he did a did get a really good pitch to hit and he just wasn't able to do anything with it but still he's able to find his way on base he's playing a really good brand of baseball right now not only that seeing the ball well offensively getting on base power numbers are starting to come back around to what we thought they would be but also a really nice game behind the plate for Grandal with with dealing with the the nasty slider from Rodon and just he's he's really this is more of what we were expecting with Yasmani Grandal than what we had seen uh, early on in the season here, and, and I feel good about him going forward because he seems to to feel good himself. When he was you know, dealing with whatever was nagging him that Rickon mentioned last week, that seems to be behind him, and he's playing just a really solid brand of baseball right now. Yeah, and I mean, I don't think injuries are an excuse at any time. If you're in the game, you're in the game. So what he was doing earlier in the, the year where he wasn't hitting for power and his stroke wasn't there, he was looking at a lot of pitches for a strike three, um, you're playing. 
get me maximum effort what you got. And if you're not doing the numbers and not producing the numbers, that's on you. Go on the IL if you're not, uh, good enough to play. But right now, he's doing the, exactly the thing you brought him over for. Don't even pay attention to the average. His career batting average is in the low 200s. We already knew that when he came over. His value is from the power structure and also from getting on base. And that's very valuable. He just spit on a couple of those balls that Thornton, weirdly enough, struggling at the U.S. Cellular guaranteed rate. Thornton. Again. Yeah. Again, he just spit on a couple of those tough Thornton pitches and created that walk to get Vaughn up to the plate. It's a team that I was talking to a guy in New York for his podcast earlier that if you told us that they're not going to have their center fielder and their left fielder for a good majority of the season and that you're going to be clear four games of the next closest team and the Minnesota Twins are not going to be that next closest team, I was like, that's that's ridiculous. That's absolutely ridiculous. But that's what's happening. The White Sox are doing exactly what we expected them to do with the full squadron. And even though they're not getting great effort from their bullpen on a night-in, night-out basis, their starters are carrying them. Liam Hendricks is carrying them. And this offense is not hitting a lot of home runs, but it's scoring a lot of runs and doing it in a timely fashion. All right, back to that bullpen here. And it seems like just yesterday, earlier on in the season, we talked about Tony doing things, putting Jose Ruiz in high leverage spots, seeing what he could do. I, I think you and I understood what was going on here, and we know it's going to be a long season, and it's a manager trying to get acclimated with the guys he has. Trust has to be built up on both sides. You know, you have to trust your manager to, to do the right things, but also the manager has to trust his players and know who can give him what in big spots. And throwing Ruiz out there right after Rodon in the sixth inning He's able to get through that inning, issuing just a walk, but he gets gets away there without giving up a run. That was a big-time spot for Ruiz there, and that's what we're talking about. When you put a guy in in an unconventional spot early on, and I know all these games matter just the same, but sometimes you have a, a good manager will tell you, or he'll have that gut feeling like, you know what, this game's kind of getting away from us here. Let me just throw this guy in here and see what he can do for me because I, I, just, I just need to know. Slowly. Ruiz is brought along slowly, and we know he has the stuff if he can keep it in the strike zone. He has the stuff to, to match anyone in this bullpen. He's able to come through in a big spot tonight. Then you have Evan Marshall came on tonight. Crochet, we hadn't seen him in a while. The, you know this, this myth of Garrett Crochet, we saw him tonight. Looked that, real. Yeah, he did, and uh, he got a big punch out there at the end of the inning, and Crochet uh, comes in the ball game in a non-safe spot because he was already warming there after the uh, offensive onslaught. But uh, a job well done by the bullpen tonight. Oh yeah, uh, Hendricks. I think you said crochet at the end. No, okay, yeah. yeah. And, and I think we said that we wanted if you have Liam Hendricks up, keep on letting him pitch. Don't put him up and then put him down just because you have a non-safe situation. And I applaud Tony for doing the job right there. And the bullpen, I said there have been, you know, night in, night out, haven't been great. That's probably the weak link of the White Sox right now. We were talking the other day about Ian Kennedy, maybe Daniel Hudson as a trade deadline acquisition. But if these guys get back to the back of their baseball cards, uh, Evan Marshall back to a 2019 type of situation, Bummer, the same thing. We have Hoyer and uh, Foster going back to 2020 doing what they did. And if Jose Ruiz, while I wouldn't put him necessarily in all these high leverage situations that Tony's doing, 
hell, he's coming through more often than not. Um, and I was very scared when he came in the sixth <laughs> inning. I was like, oh, we're in trouble. Rodon had to pitch what he had to pitch. He was pretty much uh, gassed at, at that time. And Rod- uh, Ruiz, when he walked, I got us like, oh, here we go. Here we go. It's going to be fucked up. Tony's going to be- <laughs> mess this game up. I'm going to see this calls and the Twitter's going to explode. But Ruiz came through. He got the job done. So if we keep on getting this, you know, you're not going to shut out an offense uh, from your bullpen stand- standpoint every night. But if you get this type of effort, what the bullpen gave the White Sox, which they did shut out the, bull- uh, the, um, the Toronto Blue Jays in four innings, that's something that is above and beyond what I expect them to do. It was so good to see them shut down a nice, great offense and have not your top guys out there. And like when I think about the White Sox top guys, I'm thinking about Bummer doing the work and I'm thinking about Hoyer getting back onto the the pitching that he was doing last year. And with Hendricks, you know, whenever he comes in the game and it's a clean inning, game's over. It was shaky early on in the season with Tony, and I, I'm going to give him a credit here. I'm legitimate. I'm a Hall of Famer. And we, you know, thought his strength was managing the bullpen, and you know, it's it's fun to see it play out this way because you say and and, and I say and we know who the the top guys are. If you had to to draw it up, and you're in a game seven of World Series and you have the lead in the in the seventh inning, you know who's coming out there. But the, the, the point is, he has all those guys in that bullpen feeling like, hey, I'm the guy here in this spot. Like, I can go out in any spot and succeed because I've done it before. My manager believes in me and my teammates believe in me. So I, I really think there's some value there. And that's probably why, you know, uh, Tony's been so successful over the years because, you know, he knows what he has. He knows his guys. And he, he's not afraid to put guys out there because, you know, the, these guys, it's so much of a mentality thing when you're out there in the bullpen. You know, you, you, you got to feel like you are the man and whatever inning and if I'm Jose Ruiz there in that spot I'm like yeah I'm the man I got to hold him right here because I know my offense is going to come back for me I can't let my teammates down and all of a sudden let this thing slide away especially coming in after Rodon and that big effort that he gave last night so uh, we'll take a quick time out here and uh, I think Rick Hahn is on hold here Uh, he wants to get a hold of us and we'll preview uh, tonight's matchup next on Locked on White Sox. Locked on White Sox is brought to you by Built Bar. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever. Herb and I, we just ordered 36 new built bars for our workspace because we love to snack during our shows on the score and we don't want them to have bad choices during the day. So we ha- we keep built bars in abundance at work. They're right there next to us in the control room. So let me ask you, Herb, what's your favorite built bar flavor? Which ones did we order? I already forgot. They're so delicious, though. I well, I love the peanut butter brownie. That is one of my favorites. I think you ordered some salted caramel for us, which also I love that flavor. And thirdly, if you're gonna order built bars for me, give me that cookies and cream too. I'm on max yeah. all of them. I and, did. I got you some cookies and cream. I'm glad you like those. So yeah, we, oh, yeah, that's my stuff because and, it's under uh, it's under 200 calories for all of them. Like I think the cookies and cream is like 160 calories. And telling you, sitting on the board from a you know a beginning of a baseball game to the end, you're gonna have three to four hours of just not moving. It's a very convenient move just to reach over in the counter and grab a built bar and take you from lunch to dinner without having all these junk food and giving you great energy too it's awesome in the middle of a game just to sit there and eat a built bar real quick and they're delicious as hell absolutely they are and a little health and fitness update i am down 19 pounds now and i don't think i I would have done it without built bar they've just been so clutch and they've pretty much eliminated 
my sweet tooth for the most part. And whenever I do have those cravings, I have these built bars right there with me. And I've got, uh, I used to think I was cool and I was an influencer, but I think I figured out what Built Bar is doing. I don't know if you got this package, her, but they sent me Grasshopper Cookie. And it's a mm. new one that they're rolling out. I would expect you guys will see that soon at BuiltBar.com. It is those concrete mixers. It's one of my favorite uh, delicacies. And it's only 150 calories with 17 grams of protein, and it's delicious. I'm going to have one here right after the show as my little treat. So if you want to have some Built Bars for yourself, have healthy snack options in your life. Go to BuiltBar.com, and if you go there, use our promo code LOCKED15, and that's going to get you 15% off of your first order. Use the promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off Built Bar. Built Bar, it's the best-tasting protein bar ever. Locked on White Sox is brought to you by BetOnline. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing, and you can track all the action at Bet Online. There's so many things you could bet on each and every day at BetOnline.ag. It's got all the latest news, odds, and info on all your sporting needs, including baseball, basketball, hockey, and even your UFC MMA action. Got a huge series with the Cardinals this week. Before the next pitch, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the latest news and odds, and you can sign up for bonuses and contest information. If you're someone who likes to play the Dow, you can bet on what the final digit of the Dow is going to be each and every day, okay? When I tell you they have everything, they have everything. I'm also looking at the hot dog eating contest this year. Joey Chestnut, right now the over-under set at 74 and a half hot dogs for Joey Chestnut for Wednesday, June 30th, 2021, the hot dog eating contest for this year. You want to bet on the New York lottery? You can do that. You can bet on whether or not the number is going to be odd or even. I'm telling you, they've got all your betting needs covered here at Bet Online. So don't sit on the sidelines anymore. This is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs to the postseason. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. And don't forget our promo code. Locked on at Bet Online. That's promo code locked on for your 50% welcome bonus. Get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with the Locked On Today podcast. Host Peter Bukowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, enough speculating about hearing from Rick Hahn. Let's let Rick speak from his own words. Um, well, hello there. Uh, <laughs> this is Candy uh, uh, and Herb. Uh, this yes, is Rick are. Hahn. Oh, uh, yeah, that's right. Wow. Rick Hahn. <laughs> I've been made privy uh, to what you two uh, gentlemen have been uh, accomplishing, let's say. Uh, via this podcast, and uh, <laughs> frankly, I would uh, I'd like to applaud you both, applaud you not only for your consummate professionalism, but also also for uh, your, your candor, uh, oh, shit. Your, your wit. Uh, <laughs> That's hilarious. I, mean, yeah, I, I, I could even say... Uh, your uh, overall uh, appreciation God. of the scene. Sorry, I, I'm just kind of, I've got some tunes in the background. Uh, I just kind of, <laughs> just kind of doing my thing here uh, uh, on a Tuesday night. Clearly. Uh, but yeah, your, your appreciation of this game is uh, unparalleled. Jacob, 
Jacob. Stop. Jacob, switch it up. Switch it up. Oh, DJ Jacob on. Yeah. Jacob. Sorry, my son. I've kind of turned my son onto some uh, some some uh, certain kinds of music, but uh, I just uh, I just want to let you guys know that every everything that you guys do on this podcast. No common. Herb, uh, I feel I didn't listen exactly uh, to the the last uh, particular uh, podcast, but I did. I was made. It was made known to me that um, sort of uh, I don't know. Discussion, I'm just I I'm tuned out, Rick Hahn. Rick Hahn's boring me right now, but I'm vibing out to the to common sense resurrection. It sounds like the extra P, uh, large pro version of resurrection, the video version. I'm digging it right now. Uh, let's let Rick Hahn finish his thought here, but I'm I'm vibing to to old school comments. One of my joints right here. Matter of fact, I have the record right back there. Common resurrection on on 45. All right, Rick, continue. Sorry. On uh, the types of music that I may or may not enjoy Charles, <laughs> my other son, Charles. Oh, Charles, group home? Yeah, yeah, do the group home. Yeah, yeah, that's, it's Tuesday night, Charles. I, uh, that's, we always do group home on Tuesday night. <laughs> yes. Charles. Anyway. Group home um, Tuesdays, I got it. Yeah. I guess, you know what, actually, Charles, Charles, I'm, I'm not feeling that. I am, uh, I am, uh, as Rick Hahn, I am not feeling that. Let's, let's try a little something else, Charles. Yep, yeah, you know what I like, that, uh, yeah, that West Coast stuff from the 90s, uh, I'm big hieroglyphics guy. I don't know. I don't know what. what, what <laughs> and Rick Hahn ran out of time. Put another quarter in next time, maybe Rick Hahn. Uh, Rick Hahn, a big hieroglyphics guy. I love it. That was spirited, Rick. I appreciate you. Enjoy that victory. You know, it's good. It's good vibes, babe. So PRT to start us <laughs> off, too? That's nice. That's nice. Yeah, I couldn't make that out. That's good Good ear by you. And, you know, you don't have the benefit of being here on the phone with, the, with Rick, as I did. And I couldn't make that out. So that's good stuff right there. But, yeah, I enjoyed the great group home right there you know living proof that's a jam uh, no doubt so all right uh, let's take a look at tonight's matchup we of course will break down game two of the white Sox and blue jay series the show will be posted around midnight uh, presuming of course the game is not still going on and judging by uh, game one of the series it's possible. So tonight it'll be Alex Manoa one and zero with a three eight six against Lance Lynn seven and one. Wow, with a one two three ERA. We'll break that one down as soon as that game wraps. All right, so uh, you'll be doing the show with Chris Chelios tomorrow. So have fun with Chris. Uh, that's all I got tonight. Um, oh, I oh, do- Rick Hahn is checking in again. Jesus, I just, uh, sorry. Uh, it's Rick Hahn again. I do believe that I may have been cut off. I just want to be very clear, Tanny, that uh, I'm a head. I am a hip-hop head uh, trying to get the children involved. Uh, uh, it's, it's, it's tough with the position I hold. Uh, but, I mean, uh, I, I would just say... You know, don't paint me with a broad brush. I, uh, I, I, I really do feel like you're missing, missing. Oh, there we go. <laughs> what I, where I come from, and what I, uh, what I appreciate, uh, 
So uh, oh. I guess yeah. what I'll leave you with this is uh, the fact that uh, bottom line is I'm way cooler than you guys could ever imagine, and uh, no doubt, yeah. I am not I am not built as Teflon. <laughs> no matter what uh, Herb thinks, and uh, oh fuck, oh shit. Ian Kennedy is calling me right now. Oh, I got a <laughs> Ian uh, Kennedy. Not even his agent. It's Ian Kennedy. <laughs> I gotta go. Uh, fuck Danny Parkins. Oh, Jesus, fuck Danny Parkins. Oh my God. Tell Shane Reardon, not a fucking chance. Uh, but uh, '90s hip hop forever. Thank you, Rick, for, for clarifying there. And please try to keep it clean, Rick. Uh, we know you get emotional when you watch the socks and barely listen to 90s hip hop. Love the Pete Rock and CL at the end there. But uh, what a more fitting way to, to close the show. There's no better way than that. So that's all I got today, Herb. That is Chris Tannehill. Follow him at Chris Tannehill. Me, Herb Lawrence, at Ecknerwall23. And the show is at Lockdown Socks. If you want to call in like our fan, Rick Hahn, or like Robbie Ray, if you're if Hunju Ryu wants to call in tomorrow at the post game, please. Yeah, talk to Chris Chelios. Chris will please, be here. Jesus, do not do any fucking <laughs> accent there. I will kill you guys. No, that's not making it. Yeah, I will just, kill you. Three one two five six six eight seven two seven. Why are you giving the people ideas? Three one two five six six eight seven two seven or lockdownsocks at gmail Maybe Hunju Ryu can write us an email there. Lockdownsocks at gmail. After he gets killed by the White Sox. So for Chris Tannehill, my name is Herb Lawrence. Thank you for joining us on this edition. I don't think we have enough clearance on that. Are we going to get sued by uh, Pete Rock and or CL Smooth for stealing their music? <laughs> no, I don't think the software or the AI can, can figure it out, what was going on there. <laughs> so thank you for joining us on this episode of Locked on Sox. All right.